Hi there. I'm Francoise Von Trapp, and this is the 3D Insights Podcast. Earlier this year, the Perseverance rover touched down on Mars on February 18th, 2021. Um, It was the first rover to land since Curiosity touched down in 2012, and the first artificial object to land since 2018. To get there, the it had to travel 293 million miles, which is 472 million kilometers, and it took over 203 days, according to Earth and Sky magazine. When it hit the Martian atmosphere, it was traveling at almost 12,000 miles per hour, or 19,000 kilometers per hour. Um, so at an altitude of about a mile, the module fired its engines and used this a a new terrain relative navigation system to scan and analyze the terrain below and match it with maps and the database to prepare for that touchdown. Now this, this requires a lot of really advanced semiconductor device technology. Um, And what makes it really exciting for us at 3D Insights is that two of our member companies, 3D Plus and Stratage, provided the advanced packaging technology to make this happen. So with me to share their stories are Patrice Bernard of 3D Plus and Casey Crowick of Stratage. Thanks for joining me today, guys. Thanks for the invitation. So I'd like to start by having you each introduce yourself and tell me about your role at your company and what your company does. And then we'll kind of start talking more about the actual rover projects that you've worked on. Okay, so um, Casey, why don't you start? Hi, yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, my name is is Casey Croick. Thanks for the introduction, uh, Francois. I'm the head of um, global sales and marketing for uh, Strategy Corporation. We're a, a package manufacturer and service provider to uh, semiconductor companies located outside of San Diego, in the little town of uh, Santee, California. I've been with the company since I think 2002, with a brief stint elsewhere, but the return to strategy in uh, 2018, I believe it was. Okay, and Patrice? Thank you, Francois. I'm Patrice Benard. I'm the head of marketing at 3D+. Plus. Uh, I joined 3D+, Plus in, in 2017, so uh, uh, four years ago. And uh, 3D+, Plus is, uh, is um, a leading company working on the, on a semiconductor uh, package. So we, we embed uh, different type of, uh, of uh, components for the space industry. Okay, awesome. And and the three D plus, you do a stacking technology, correct? Yeah, we do stacking technology. We have uh, the facilities located around Paris in France, and we also have a technical center uh, located in uh, in uh, in California, San Leandro. Okay, so tell me about your involvement um, and the rover projects. Well, it's it, it there's there's a long long history here. Um, Stratage has been around uh, by Stratage's name since 1992. We always, always had a focus on uh, providing packages for compound semiconductors. And so the, the power uh, amplifiers on the rovers and also on the orbiters um, have to be, have be very, in very high reliability, high performance packages in order for those signals to get back to Earth. And so um, we were actually dealing with um, a division of Motorola um, when we developed the first package for uh, the Spirit and Opportunity uh, rovers back in, it was probably before 2001. Um, and then Motorola was purchased by General Dynamics Mission Systems. So um, when I joined the company in, in, in 2002, we had already 
design packages, had delivered them, and they were being installed in equipment for, for eventually being launched, I guess, in 2003, 2004 timeframe. So the, you know, the, the packaging technology was based upon, um, I guess, things, uh, techniques or styles of packages that we had invented in the, in the 1990s. Um, and with some modifications, the, that package style has continued to be used in the uh, last four rovers. Wow. Yeah. And they have to be super reliable and, and to travel that distance and to do the function while it's traveling and also to have a lifetime on Mars. They've got to be pretty rugged. Yeah, you can't send in a repairman to fix one of those, can you? Not very easily. <laughs> where's, where's Matt Damon when you need him, right? That's right. That's right. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. Um, Patrice, uh, now 3D Plus, which ac- you actually won the 3D Insights Device Award this year for the stacked camera module that is in the Perseverance, correct? Yeah, exact, exact. We, we also have a long history uh, working on the, in the space industry. Um, uh, 3D Plus has been uh, uh, created in uh, 1985. And since this time, uh, uh, we are, let's say, working on, on the space industry. And we were also on, uh, on Curiosity. Uh, but, but before that time, uh, we were uh, especially uh, stacking uh, components, memory components. We started with only memory components okay so very simple stack of different levels of components and and then we moved to more complex uh, devices uh, and, and and now we are able to stack uh, uh, even uh, components and and dice uh, so you have different different levels of PCBs or flex uh, stacked together uh, in order to provide complex system so um, uh, today we 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 provide uh, for uh, even for the rover. We 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 provided the Semos sensor, the camera, but not only. We also provided some uh, uh, some different type of models, such as uh, memories interfaces uh, for the for the rover. So we started with a curiosity, and we 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 are almost in all missions uh, in space uh, since uh, let's say two thousand three, two thousand four. So, okay, so working with NASA, for, I, I would imagine the experience is a little bit different for each of you because, Casey, you're a U.S.-based company and, and Patrice, you're a, a French-based company. So can you tell me what that experience was like for you? Casey? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, our, our direct interface um, was, was with uh, the engineers at General Dynamics, and, and there were different, okay. different teams over the years. Um, you know, there was there were some tweaks here and there to, uh, I guess, make the, make the package more manufacturable, make the ease of assembly. Um, we, we had strategy, you know, focus on manufacturing packages, but we also provide assembly services. But this is a case where um, General Dynamics was taken, was was you know, procuring their mimic, placed into the package and sealing it mm-hmm. so that, you know, nothing can ever get in there, yet you'd have a good clean signal going out. So our, our, most of our interface was, was with um, the engineers in, in um, Scottsdale. Um, and, but we also have business with, you know, JPL direct and, and mm-hmm. we could, we could talk to the, the folks who are involved with the program 
and um, and they were aware of us for, for certain. But yeah. what's J what's JPL Jet Propulsion Lab? Jet Propulsion Laboratory. They're they're kind of yeah they're kind of the arm of, of NASA. I'm not sure what the okay. connection is there, but definitely a, a government government you know funded facility, and they basically do the do the do the work for uh, for NASA when it comes to the uh, communication for sure. And do you need do you have any special requirements that you have to you know meet? Or special. Um, they have to last forever, Francois. <laughs> I know they have to last forever, and they lasted longer than expected. Oh yeah, it? yeah. You know, so I was looking at that. So the spirit and the opportunity. They they had like you know we we kind of hope they last for about about ninety days, and and I think spirit you know became functional in oh four oh five and, and worked until maybe two thousand eighteen. So they they far far um, outlasted the, the 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 kind of the hoped for lifetime. I was seeing that they've actually stretched their necks out here on perseverance and they're, and they're hoping it'll have an operational life of about a year. So they really don't predict them to have a very long life yet. They've exceeded. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure how the, the, I, I guess they, they probably have to, uh, you know, justify how much, how much information they're going to get for a certain period of time. And, and as long as they, they meet that as a minimum, you know, they've, they've, met their mission, they accomplished their mission. And, and then when anything goes beyond that, it's just kind of like bonus. Didn't, didn't curiosity like last until the battery died basically? Well, yeah, the, the different things happen. I, I think one of them, I think it was spirit, the wheel fell off and they panned the camera around and saw it like drug a trench and they discovered some neat things in there. And then eventually it got stuck in sand and uh, they couldn't get it unstuck. And, and, and what would happen is during, during Martian winter, when the, the solar, um, you know, the sun wasn't strong enough to charge their batteries, they turn it off for, I don't know, four five, six months. And then it's kind of like on a cold winter morning, you go outside and you, you start up your, your car and you hope, you hope that the battery kicks in. So they, they, they so they, as long as the, they're, they're speculating that the curiosity, it's, um, it's, it's solar panels got covered with dust. Uh, and so it, it couldn't get enough energy to, to, you know, do that cold start again. So different, yeah, different, different failure mechanisms, but uh doesn't sound like it was ever the, the signal um, dropping. Yeah. So now Patrice for, for 3d plus, was it a debt? What was that experience like at being a French company working with NASA or is it also, did you also go through a different company? We had different projects. Uh, we have the, the the main project, the one uh, which is on on the head of the rover, is um, the CMOS camera, and uh, our contact was uh, the CNES, okay, uh, in France, um, okay. Uh, working uh, with uh, with NASA. Um, uh, so this this uh, typical typical project we worked uh, especially uh, only with CNES. Um, by the way, we we had some other projects. Uh, for especially for the memories, and we worked with a JPL as well um, through our technical center uh, in the US. So, um, uh, and the way we are working is is a bit different between okay the CNES and of course and the JPL. So, uh, uh, I think this is quite important to uh, to mention that uh, we, I mean, three D Plus is uh, uh, the, the the production line of three D Plus is certified ESA approved uh, production line and. Uh, and for uh, for the US, uh, we have to uh, um, uh, to make. I mean, uh, uh, the qualification process is is really similar. Uh, covers mostly what is required by the uh, the US, but we we may have some additional tests to be done. So uh, this is the way we are working. 
Are either of you have have um, components in other countries' space programs? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, we have, uh, uh, we are all around the world. So we we also address business in in uh, all all Europe, of course, in in Asia as well, uh, and uh, and uh, quite uh, uh, quite good uh, good business in the US. Uh, and uh, and you were talking about the lifetime uh, of uh, of the mission. Uh, of course, the the product that you, we, we we use uh, the the component because we we uh, we have the expertise for the radiation. Uh, so we have a team working on the radiation test. And uh, uh, I would say since uh, the beginning of uh, of the history, uh, we used to uh, test all our components. So we we know perfectly uh, the the radiation performance of the component that we are uh, stacking into our module uh, and 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 uh, uh, we have this long flight heritage which which proves then that uh, uh, we are capable to uh, to withstand long time mission okay uh, francois yeah we we have a history of, of providing components that are going into um u.s based or satellites made by u.s based companies as well as european companies Going back to the 90s, I think we were part of Global Star and then more recently, um, uh, uh, the European Space Agency mission uh, were, were one of our packages in it. But it, being in the rover is the coolest, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody knows about the rover and I think it might, like just seeing those first pictures come back. What, what do you think the biggest challenge is in developing and delivering this type of technology for these projects? For us, uh, the biggest challenge was, um, I would say, uh, the, the, the qualification. Qualification programs is quite heavy, okay? We have, uh, we have to, uh, uh, to fulfill all uh, customer requirements uh, in terms of uh, uh, mechanical strength, okay, uh, uh, due to the vibration, uh, in terms of temperature, uh, as well, and and uh, uh, of course, uh, radiation performance. So uh, uh, it takes it takes a long time to uh, provide, let's say, the the, the parts, uh, the device which would be uh, able to uh, uh, to withstand all uh, customer requirements. So uh, uh, it was quite cha challenging, especially because uh, if we are uh, looking at the the CMOS camera, we have four levels um, of a microsystem, uh, and inside you. Have have uh, uh, the power supply. You have uh, an FPGA. You have uh, the, the 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 sensor and different kind of memories. So uh, um, we have to really to simulate uh, the behavior according to the mission. And um, uh, okay, we we, we succeed uh, based on customer requirement. It was tough, but we succeed, and we have nice uh, nice device device working on on this rover. Did you have to do you have to adapt any materials or processes specifically for the the to meet the qualifications? Uh, not at that time because uh, uh, we used the experience we had with curiosity so uh, uh, we knew how to proceed uh, so based on the on the previous experience um, so we are always working on on process improvements of course and on, on the material that we're using but uh, but it it is quite similar to the previous generation 
I don't know if it is your case as well for Casey or if you have the same similar approach. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is is very very similar, and and it's kind of an iterative thing. Um, you know, this this is this package style was was created in the 1990s. It's what we call an SE20. Um, it was always built for uh, high reliability applications. Um, and when we started working, you know, with with Motorola at the time, eventually GD, um, it was you know does this package meet the requirement and and, and it did, but then you know there, there were certain risk factors that they were concerned about, and they wanted to beef up um, the, the production of this particular package um, yeah, to, to make sure that they, they didn't have to cons- be concerned about about you know it, it breaking down at some point. And just just over the years, you know, I, it's funny. I, I guess what was a challenge, you know, the, the fact that the, the engineers at General Dynamics were um, it was to them it's kind of like a partnership, you know. Um, we we are concerned about you know, some some issue here. Um, is this something we should worry about? If it's something we should worry about, then then how can we make it better? And, and it was always a kind of a give and take. And yeah, we can do that. We can add this. We can you know at your side maybe you want to change this. And and so you know these, there was I, I guess over a twenty year period um, there were some some adjustments and tweaks that to our process and their process. But you know, it 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 kind of began as a as a quote unquote bulletproof product, um, and it's only gotten better with the interaction that we have with the, the engineers at General Dynamics. So I take it that it's not the most leading edge advanced semiconductor technology, which seems like it should be, right? Like the more advanced process nodes. I mean, are you implementing more advanced process nodes into the package to have? you know, um, performance improvements and power improvements over previous years, or is it, or is that not really the case here because the reliability is, is the number one. And until all of that stuff has been proven reliable. It, it is, it is based upon um, technology that's been been around a while. And some of that technology, you know, we actually invented and patented back in the nineties. Um, but it's, it's a process that's got so many steps that, um, it's it's not what I would say a commercially viable package technology, but if you want something to, to last fifteen years, um, you know it's it's a technology that's quite relevant for for those applications. And when I say last fifteen years, last fifteen years in space, yeah. you know, on, on the surface of Mars, right? Right, right, right. As opposed to fifteen years in a yeah. phone. Or, or the or the robotic toy that you, you, you know, buy at that Walmart for your <laughs> child. <laughs> yeah, because I think people in general would expect that, and and I know I and and I know I'm mistaken when I think this, but that something as advanced as a, the Mars rover going into space, that how do you optimize? you know, wouldn't you want the most advanced technology on there from a chip perspective? I mean, can you take your packaging technology and use it with any, any chip so they could put a more advanced node chip in there? Is that what is, you know, doesn't work that way. No. Uh, from our side, this cannot be. Uh, this cannot be, especially because um, uh, if we are talking about the camera, for example, which is, a, I mean, 
I think uh, we can understand easily. Uh, you you also have camera on your mobile mobile phone, okay? And if you use it, because this one is very very small, and the technology we are using today is quite interesting for the customer, especially because of the size. So we optimize the size of the function uh, which is used by the customer. And uh, and if we compare our Semos camera, uh, which is completely bigger than the one you have on on the phone, of course uh, you will not get the same performance. You will not gain, uh, get, uh, I don't know, 100 megapixel on, on the CMOS camera, which is on, on the rover, okay? Especially because of the radiation in space, the environment. Um, so we have to uh, to take into account the environment. So we cannot take any, any chips, uh, from uh, from from the markets uh, to uh, uh, to put on the, in, in inside or to stack in our module for the, for the space market it's impossible we have really to to find uh, the right um, the right path the right ship to be uh, in space this is the first step uh, at 3d plus we are uh, mostly working on um, uh, the evaluation of different candidates different ships uh, to be able to uh, uh, to to work uh, in space. So how do you take it to the next level then, for instance, for the next rover? <laughs> no, it's, no, no, it's, it, it's different. If we are talking about the camera, of course, today uh, on the rover, you have four megapixel camera. Tomorrow, uh, it, it may be a 12 megapixel camera. Okay. So we have to find the right sensor and, and this is our, let's say, know-how. Uh, and we are working on that. So uh, a, a, a higher performance uh, CMOS camera with a, a bigger, uh, let's say, um, a processor, which, which is an FPGA, but uh, um, uh, higher density in terms in term of memory. This is a camera, but we also have different kind of modules where uh, we uh, intend to put some, uh, some intelligence inside. So uh, uh, because of the radiation, because of the environment, we, uh, we try to, uh, to make it uh, uh, more robust using, of course, uh, our technology, but, but also with some special design, we, we make it uh, more robust for, for, for the space industry. I don't know if it is, because for the RF, it's a bit different. Uh, Casey? Yeah, you know, you know, for, from a for a performance uh, standpoint, you know, you, you might have um, uh, the our our customers wanting to migrate from a, a gallium arsenide chip to a gallium nitride chip um, for you know, power well, for for you know more efficient operation and potentially you know um, changing um, you know the, the wavelength from say you know ten gigahertz to you know thirty one gigahertz. And that that would require um, um, a redesign, but um, but for now, you know, until until the system designers decide to to make some sort of leap like that, um, using the legacy package with this proven history for reliability in this very very harsh environment um, has has been the choice they wanted to go with for the, the last four rovers. Perseverance landed during the COVID year. How did that impact the rover project? And I, I did have the opportunity to speak to one of the engineers at, at, at Jet Propulsion Laboratory who was involved in that. And he's like, oh, yeah, we were here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we had to be here. It's, you know, I, I, I said, like, a lot, lot of people. I was like, yeah, we had a lot of people here. <laughs> yeah, we, we were very interested to, to see what's going on, especially, you know, especially when it entered the Martian atmosphere. 
So that just added an extra layer of um, challenge, I think, for the whole project towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think there was no way they were going to be kept out. <laughs> they were, they were, they were invested and, and, you know, we were, we were pretty happy to see the thing turn on and then the, you know, the images start to come back, but I'm sure those, those ladies and gentlemen were just uh, really, really excited. Yeah. That was pretty exciting to see those pictures. Aside from the Rover, just um, what other applications your companies focus on? I mean, 3D Plus is mainly working on the space uh, space, uh, space market, okay, which represents uh, 90% of our business at the moment, 90-95%. And uh, we are uh, almost in all missions, as I told you, uh, all different kind of sat- satellites, but the application uh, is, is mostly um, on-board computer. Okay, uh, uh, So we are really addressing the on-board computer in all, uh, let's say, payloads, uh, wherever you can find uh, uh, this, so we have uh, we have of course um, a different kind of products. You you know now we have the ca- of course the camera, which is which is a, a mostly sen- sensor, but we also have a, a large portfolio of memories and memories. You can find the memories everywhere uh, in the, where you have electronics, okay. and and we have of course power conversion. Uh, devices we have protection uh, devices and uh, and interfaces so um, um, we are all around the processor uh, in uh, in in different kind of application uh, in space um, over the years our, our our industries that we participate have have changed I, I know um, you know twenty years ago we were we were mostly commercial um, a lot of internet internet infrastructure. Um, a lot of point-to-point, point-to-multipoint, you know, wireless communication. Um, in recent years, um, you know, especially for like security reasons, um, we've we found a, a better place for our product has been in, in aerospace and um, you know high reliability military applications. So we're probably you know ninety percent you know high reliability now, and uh, usually focused around um, packaging compound semiconductors. Gallium arsenide and gallium nitride, and especially uh, given given our designs for for, you know, for superior performance at high frequencies, uh, it you know it's, we we tend to be working in you know up to K band, which is into the thirty to forty gigahertz, and that also that also puts us in position to support some of the higher um, frequency um, ranges used by five G. How can people get in touch with you at Stratage if they want to learn more about what you do? Um, they're, they're welcome to visit our, our website at you know, www.strategy.com. Um, there's there's information links there to, uh, to ask a message. You know, me specifically, it's uh, ccroic at strategy.com. If you've got a, a specific question you've got, I can help you with. Um, or you want to buy something, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> Patrice? Yeah, easy as well. Same uh, on our website, uh, www.3d-plus.com. And uh, they can find the contact. We have uh, uh, four sales uh, manager working in the US. Uh, so you can find easily the, the email address on the website. Well, this is a global podcast. Yeah, of course. We have listeners around the world already. <laughs> and 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 you have all the contacts because we have different reps 
uh, located everywhere in the world. So you have all the contact names uh, for uh, for everybody that you can find on the website. Okay, well, I will make sure to put um, those links. We do have show notes that go along with this. So um, that will be included in there. And I thank you both for joining me today. This was really interesting. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Francois. Thank you, Francois. Have a good one. See you next time. There's lots more to come. So tune in next time on the 3D Insights podcast.